What can a brother do for me? Do do. He can help you when you you up when you are down. What can a brother do for me? Do do do. He can be your eyes when you can't see. What can a brother do for me? He can help me be the best man I can. I can be, oh, I can be. Oh, I can be. Help me be the best man I can be. What's up, y'all? This is Marquise. What's up, y'all? This is Taylor. And you are now tuning in to the You Stuck With Me podcast. You know, you stuck. You stuck with us. So today we're going to be talking about our siblings and how they affect our relationships. And family relationships, too. Yes. Just family relationships in general, too, not just siblings. So I have one younger sibling, a younger brother, and you have... I have an older brother and I have a younger brother. So we deal with the same similar issues. Similar in terms of what? I'm the middle child. Yeah, but you still got a younger sibling. Yeah, but I think I have middle child syndrome tendencies. We're not going to say syndrome. We're just going to say tendencies. Okay, middle child tendencies. Because what we're not going to do on this podcast (laughs) is be diagnosing each other with... No, I'm just playing. (laughs) (laughs) So, Bay, have there been times where you and your younger brother didn't go along? Oh, there's been plenty of times where I want to rip my little brother's head off. That's not even a question. (laughs) Rip his head off. Rip his head off. I still think that like he was dropped on that doorstep and from by aliens or something. But wow. I love him. But I still think that he was dropped off by aliens. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there's been times me and my brothers didn't get along. I I understand that, but you know there are times where my little brother is my ace bone queen, so you gotta take the good with the bad. Most definitely. Because I'm pretty sure there have been times that I got on his nerves, and I'm okay with that. Oh, I know there's been times I got on my my brother's nerves. So, I still think I'm a perfect little angel, but <laughs> I know I got on their nerves. So we're going to dive into this episode. Uh, Taylor has a story that she wants to tell, so beautiful. Thanks, Bay. So actually, this is a story that actually happened kind of recently with my younger sibling. So just to go back a little bit, um, as I stated before, my parents, both of my parents are deceased. God bless their soul. I miss them so much. Um, I wish I got to meet your dad. Yeah, I wish you could have got got to meet, spend more time with my mom. She would have loved you. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so both of my parents are deceased. I have two siblings, one older one, one younger one. Um, We don't have the same moms, but we do have the same dad. And growing up, technically, those are my half-brothers, but growing up, I wasn't raised to say half or stepbrother. You just say brother. Brother. We have a common parent. That's your brother. (laughs) Right? Mm -hmm. So, it started out with like uh, a miscommunication between family members. I was told one thing that that one of my brothers had said. At the time, I didn't know which one it was. And I just took it the wrong way. I was in my feelings. I was upset. And I'm like, 
I'm like, I don't really talk to them anyway, so I'm going to just make this post to get a, a rise out of them, see if they, you know, talk to me then. Now, I'm not condoning putting feelings out on Facebook. I'm not. Or any social media. Or any social media for that matter. I'm I'm all for picking up a phone or sending a text, reaching out to that person directly. Now, granted, I like I said, I was not thinking clearly with that one. I was thinking of more of emotions. And I am the type of woman to say that I'm wrong. I was wrong. I should never did it that way. So, but anyway, to make a long story short, I took my feelings out on social media. I made this post. I didn't cuss anybody out. I did not tag anybody. I just made a multi-purpose post. Now you all probably looking like, what is a multi-purpose post? Because Marquise is looking looking at me like, Bay, what the hell is a multi-purpose post? I really am though, because I've never heard of <laughs> I'm about to put you up on game real quick. So a multi-purpose post is you make a post that doesn't touch one person, but it touches multiples of people. For example, if I made a post saying, Y'all out here, y'all out here buying Birkin bags but can't pay a light bill. Multi-purpose. It's not just going to touch one person. It's going to touch multiple people. But only you know who you was trying to touch. Reach out to. And a hit dog on holler. Exactly. So that's that's what I call a multi-purpose post. Anyway, I made a multi-purpose post. It got like over 100 reactions, which I was surprised about. You never told me about that one. Yeah, it got over 100 reactions. Um, it was a mixture of hearts, care, care, likes. likes, whatever the care emoji, whatever likes, and you know, things and so forth. But it was a lot of comments though. That's when I realized, oh, this is getting a little out of hand. There's people like who got who I have to talk to, who I gotta I said it don't even matter, y'all, because the person, the people I'm talking to, they're not gonna confront me. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> Yeah, I've learned that you got to be careful what you say over social media. You just can't just put something out there blindly and don't think that some type of retribution is somebody going to say something. Uh, well, again, again, when I did it, I didn't think I was going to hear from any one of my uh, one of my siblings, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm going to be honest. Our relationship has not been the same since our father passed. I and it's and it's sad to say you know, again, I, I'm I'm holding myself accountable for my communication skills with that. Now, I was there when this conversation happened. So I have to say that, yes, uh, accountability is something that you are very good at because when you find yourself at fault, you will admit to it and then you will go and fix it. And during that conversation, your brother did the same thing because he, he made it known. And this is what I like about the conversation that you two had. You both made your points known. You didn't try to talk over each other. There was no type of yelling, no type of screaming. There was, when you first got on the phone with him, the first thing you asked was, okay, what happened? You were you didn't accuse him of anything. You just wanted to hear his side of the story. And he made his points known. You made your points known. And I first of all commend both of you for being adult about the entire situation. Let's start there. I also, I also admire how you didn't pull the I'm the big sister, you're the younger brother card 
that tends to be how some siblings act towards each other. But what I saw and heard was definitely in good taste from both parties involved. And I appreciate that, but I will admit to you, I was not always like that. I'm telling you, and cousins, family, I tell tell everybody this: therapy works wonders. <laughs> it really, it really works wonders, and that's one of the things I've learned in therapy and self reflection. Like I have to take accountability for what I do. I honestly think that the fact that you guys took accountability for both side on both sides definitely mended offense. It didn't solve everything. But it definitely mended a fence and somewhat brought you two closer together. Than I, you were already I honestly believe I knew that the conversation was going to go in the right direction was when he he said that post that post hurt me. Yeah, you have to. You have to <laughs> that that hurt me. That hurt me. And that's when I started to realize, like, man, I know. I mean, you told me this, too, and others have told me, too. I have a way with words. Yeah. Apparently, I have a way with words, good and bad. Well, you know, the Bible says that the life and death is in the power of the tongue, so. Yeah. And I I guess when he said it hurt me, I'm like, okay. Like, this is before I even asked any questions. This is when, after, this is after we said Hello. Like that post hurt me. I just had a question. He was like, I just had a question about your post. Was that towards me? Because I felt some type of way about that. And, and before you before you received the information from the conversation that you two had, you, I agree with you. You had every right to be upset. But because now you have. You talking about me or you talking about my brother? I'm talking about you. You had every right to be upset. Yeah. But, yeah. So after you had the entire conversation with your brother, and now that you have his side of the story, at this point, as far as this situation goes, there should be no type of retribution or reminder saying, hey, this, that, that, it shouldn't come up ever again. Well, the crazy thing about it was it was some time after that post was made when he called me. After that, after I made the post, I had moved on. You know, I had, I kind of forgot that I made that post because I'm like, nobody, the, said, anything nobody said anything after a while. Excuse me. So it was like one of those out of sight, out of mind type of things. But how the conversation started, cousins, was he was like, hey, sis, I'm driving. <laughs> I'm driving. I'm just focused on the road, wherever me and Marquise was going. He's like, hey, sis, you know who you're talking to? I was like, yeah. It's, what's up, little bro? And he, and he just went right into it. I mean, I'm not going to divulge too much of the conversation because, you know, that's something I'm not going to talk about on a podcast. But it it really made me realize, like, damn, I was really angry over something <laughs> that was really not what it was. But see, this also goes to show you, too, which when, when you having conversations with families, sometimes it could be a game of telephone. Yeah, because the statement that was told to me what came off as as being disrespectful, where really it wasn't. But also, too, it was about a text message too. And again, I admit that I was at fault and I was wrong. I should have just thought, oh, it's a text message that can go either way. But I was already built with emotions and things like that. And this particular subject, 
no matter who you are, I'll be ready to go in. <laughs> now, here's the thing that I've learned over the years when it comes to communication and text messages. If there's one thing that you need to always keep in mind is that the way you send a text is not the same way that the person, person is going to receive it. it. So that's why when it comes to tech, talking about very important things that either cause emotion or business or whatever, it needs to be said in person so the person can who's receiving it can actually hear it because the words say one thing, but your tone can say something else. Yeah. So when you say something with the intent of saying, you know, speaking one general idea, somebody can take it a different type of way. So I took it completely left. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to be honest. I've had conversations with people over text messages where I meant to say one thing and it was taken to them by an, in another way. And I'm like, no, that's not what I meant. It, I was simply saying, you know, this. And sometimes just because of the type of uh, discussion or, you know, what you guys are saying happens, the cat's already out of the bag. They're just going to run with, oh, he said it like this and this is what he meant, da, da, da. You even try to explain it. They don't want to hear it by that point. Yeah. But I will say I, I knew that I had a little bit of growth. I, I heard him when he said that the post hurt him. And instead of just reacting back, well, that hurt me. The first thing I asked was, what really happened? Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you this. Because at the time when you received the text message and everything and the way that you reacted then, now looking back at it, well, you know, now, well, you know, it wasn't a text message for me. It was a full-blown conversation. I'm sorry, I'm sorry a full-blown conversation. So looking back at that conversation now, in hindsight, do you feel like you still have a little bit more growing to do or that you completely handled that the right way? Just as an you know, educational question for our cousins and family. Uh, I feel like I handled it the best way I knew how to handle it in that moment. I mean... Unless you're talking about how I received that information. Oh, yeah, I could have did that a lot differently. Instead of just getting up upset, I could have asked more questions. Or just go directly to the source. To the source. You know. I mean, because no matter what relationship you have, whether it's your sibling, whether it's your significant other, co-worker, whoever, making sure that you get all the facts is very important before jumping off the... Now, that's not to say that you are always do that. Because, again, I was working on emotion. Mm-hmm. And you know it firsthand. Once I'm there, I'm there. Like, I'm I'm going for juggler. I'm going for whatever. Which, again, that's something I'm working on. Because fighting or arguing doesn't always have to go for the juggler. You can get some, something out your point across real quick without even being that that vicious i agree so that's that's one of the things i'm still learning within myself i'm still a work in progress but as for back to the conversation with me and my my little brother i feel like it was productive i feel like everything was resolved and i knew that i grew when i said you know what i'm sorry He's, he apologized. He was he apologized for, you know, the statements and stuff like that. And I said, you know what? No need to apologize. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for making that post because I'm going to admit to you, hindsight 2020, that was childish. 
and we both too grown for that. And you know what the thing about it is between I'm glad that you guys both apologize. You apologize for your actions, but he also apologized for his lack of knowledge. Yeah. So I feel that that was very commendable of both of you. Yeah. And it also opened my eyes too because it's like, damn. It stemmed from like lack of communication within the family. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I really wanted to talk about in this episode, not just because, not between siblings, but within family. Miscommunication in a family can really ruin some relationships. You know, and it's no different in marriage because in order for for us to communicate well, then we need to make sure that not just communicate well, but communicate effectively yeah. well. Yeah. And that's how you avoid situations like this, you know, whether it's your spouse, whether it's your brother, yeah, whoever. And also, and I understand there's this thing, like, if your mama don't like who you bring home, then that's a no-go. Not necessarily because <laughs> everyone has different perspectives on others. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I like. let's be honest. When I first met your mom, I thought she didn't like me. <laughs> yeah, I not- honestly thought she didn't like me. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Uh, when it comes to whoever I've dated or married in your case, my mom didn't warm up to everybody so quickly, but because because with our particular relationship, we've been through what we've been through and you stuck around the entire time, emphasis on you stuck. <laughs> <laughs> she she definitely wanted to you. She like we once said, you knew that she liked you when she gave you a nickname. Yeah, because when I first met her, I didn't call her Miss Mrs. Williams or you know whatever. I said, "Hey, mom," and she was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" <laughs> I never experienced that before. Cause you know, us African Americans, you know, we get close to somebody, our friends, stuff like, "Oh, hey, mom, hey, auntie." She wasn't having that. <laughs> yeah. I remember when you first met. She said, "Just call me Mrs. Williams." Yeah, but. Neither here or there. The fact of the matter is that you guys were able to close the book on, close the chapter on this book, or close the book on this chapter, I'm sorry. And everything worked out for the better. Yeah. And that's not to say, you know, other stuff might not arise. Because, I mean, siblings fight, siblings have disagreements. I think that's just a rite of passage. That's just a moral imperative. Yeah, you're going to fight, and it's not just your siblings, but you're going to fight with your significant other. You're going to fight with your friends every now and then. You're going to even fight with your parents. Yeah. But the moral of this is that communication, effective communication goes a long way. And accountability goes a long way, too. Because it, it leaves less room for confusion and questions. So... Let's let's encourage everyone to not just communicate, but effectively communicate. And if you're going to effectively communicate, you got to be able to listen as well. Now, Bay, what is an example of effective communicating? Okay, so let's say that you tell me that you're going to the market to get some bread, some eggs, and some milk, right? Okay. So that's you effectively communicating. And me effectively listening is saying something along the lines of, if I understood you correctly, you say you're going to the market to get some milk, some eggs, and some bread. That's a form of effective communication and effective listening. Okay. 
But sometimes effective listening can be hard. Sometimes I'll be wanting to tune people out. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Some stuff, I'm like, I can't listen to this bullshit. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it can be like that. But it's when necessary, you can tune that part out and just are able to effectively listen and communicate. And do so because it makes everything a lot more clear and less room for ambiguity and questions and issues like that. Then also, too, I'll, I will, again, I do not promote bashing anybody on social media. I don't. I don't promote that at all. Yeah, because as you see on social media right now, it's already a big clusterfuck. It is. And again, not to excuse my actions, like I said, I was dead ass wrong dead ass wrong mm-hmm. with making a post but at the time i'm built up with emotions i hadn't talked to either one of them in a long time and i would just it seemed like we would know we was going on each other's lives through social media yeah and what we need to do as a society i know some people have done it but take a a, a social media fast uh, i've known people who've done it for a week two weeks a month some people have just left social media all together because it's too much it's too many issues it's way too many issues people are saying one thing about this and yeah let's be honest a lot of us are on social media we see it or we participate in people love to start a fight over the smallest thing on social media yeah and for what yeah life is too short there's too much stuff going on in this world for that yeah but as you can see from what taylor has told us that her incident i would say i don't want to like blow it up but her incident with her little brother just reinforces how with effective communication and great listening how any issues that have occurred can be simply resolved and more times than that issues can be resolved with just a simple conversation if the parties involved are willing to work and do that yeah and I will also, and I also had to think about it too. Like, damn, I'm glad we resolved this because what was, what if that was the last post he saw? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Saw if things like went left, like you know, something happened to either one, of either you. one of us, and that's the last thing, that's the last conversation that we had with each other. That'd be really effed up. And not to tell y'all all my business, but you know, I like to share my experiences. To, and hopefully help somebody. That's what happened to my mom. Yeah, uh, your mother had that similar issue. No, that's what happened between my mom and, and a particular cousin. A post was made on Facebook, and my mom came across it. My mom was upset, and she called that cousin out. The argument came stem past the post, I mean, sorry, it started on Facebook, but then it got into text messaging. Like back and forth, calling each other B and all this and the third or whatever. It was it was horrible. And the last message that my cousin sent to my mom, which made her her cousin, her second, first or second cousin, whatever, remote, whatever. My mom had went to cardiac arrest wow. 10 15 minutes later yeah 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 I, i'm pretty sure that with all that happened that was the last conversation that she had with her. i'm pretty sure she was wrecked with grief and maybe some guilt honestly i don't know 
I don't know. I just remember I walk into a room, I see my mom going in cardiac arrest. I called that cousin and I threatened to beat her ass. I did. Again, that's not the right thing, but again, you working on emotion. <clears throat> I mean, you're not you're, you're working on emotion, so naturally you're not thinking clearly. I'm working not- on emotion and I literally I just literally 15 minutes ago saw my just laughing and joking with my mama. Next thing I know, she go in her room. And I get this gut feeling I need to go check on my mama and she's in cardiac arrest. Yeah, that that is traumatic in itself. And uh, yeah. I mean, look, naturally anybody going through something emotionally, when you going just through off emotion, you're not thinking logically. That's yeah. nobody. I and mean, to, that's anybody. And to make matters worse, <laughs> I called this cousin after I called 911 and I called family members that was here to, you know, let them know what's going on. I called her after Perry Max came. I I don't know why I had that on my brain. I guess I correlated if my if she didn't put this post on Facebook, my mom would have never seen it and you know react to it. I remember I called. I said I don't know what the blankety blank is going on. My mom was just fine 15 minutes ago. She didn't start going to cardiac arrest until she started talking to your ass. If something my mama does not make it or something else happens, I threaten to beat that ass. So of course, you know, I'm talking to this cousin. She like, I uh, I don't. She called my mama <laughs> phone saying, "Living the master talking about." Um, I just called because your daughter said she's gonna beat my ass. I just called to give her the address. <laughs> yeah. So what what part of cardiac arrest did she not get? Well, I didn't say cardiac. I said my oh. mama's not breathing. So yeah, but I mean. Besides that, ever since then, me and that cousin did have a talk uh, through message. I was like, you know, we both were sorry or whatever, and life is too short. Now, I haven't really spoken to that cousin since then, not because, you know, it will, but, you know, life just happened. Mm -hmm. But, again, that was the last thing my mom seen. So, I had to think, like... That is a natural correlation. I get it. You know, and and I think that's part of the reason why I said I need to go to therapy because I know my anger. I'm not about to have my anger, you know, God forbid my anger put me to where my mom's at now. You know, you guys, I'm glad that you brought that up because further on down the line, we're going to touch on therapy and mental health and, and trauma and trauma. And hopefully we can bring in some, bring in a professional who can talk with us about mental health and therapy and removing the stigma around African-Americans and therapy. Yeah. So you guys, uh, we're going to call this one uh, episode. Uh, Beautiful, you want to tell them where they can find us? You can find us on Facebook, You Stuck With Me Podcast. And that is all one word, You Stuck With Me. You Stuck With Me, the letter U. S-T-U-C-K-W-I-T-M-E. Podcast on Facebook. You can also find me on Instagram at mine, M1ME underscore one. And you can find me also on Twitter, mine, M1ME, and Twitch, mine, M1ME as well. You can also find me on Twitch and Twitter. No, you can find me on Twitch at points P O no one NTZ. You can find me on Instagram. And Twitter as Queen Points P O number N T Z. And we want to introduce something we call sticky notes. 
So what the sticky notes are, you can email us with any questions or any comments that you have about the podcast at you stuck with me at gmail.com. That is you S T U C K W I T M E at gmail.com. And also if you want to send a message through Facebook through the page, you can do that too. Yeah, we get sticky notes from the Facebook page as well. So do you have any last what was your last uh big thought for the for our family and our listeners? Effective communication goes two ways. It takes a person who wants to have the effective communication and it's and it takes a person who wants to hear it. It's not a one way street. It takes two people and you gotta be willing to use it. What I take from this uh, is that you can learn a lot from your siblings. You can learn a lot from your significant other. All you have to do is just be willing to listen. Someone every day is there's someone who can teach you, whether it's your coworker, your husband, wife, brother, sister, parents, or even a homeless person on the street. And to think, well, just think the next time you make that social media post trying to blast somebody or make a multi-purpose post. Just think, what if that's the last post they see in their life? Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Until next time, we out. Hey, you family, come back. Remember, you stuck with us.